This is Self-Care and Soul Care for the Caregiver, and I'm your host, Sandra Peoples. To us, self-care isn't a luxury. It's a necessity. We want to take better care of ourselves so we're able to care for our loved ones who rely on us. If you're listening in real time, we're all dealing with the spread of the coronavirus and complying with the steps to keep others safe by social distancing. Here at our house, the boys are out of school through at least the beginning of April, and this is already week three of being at home. Friends, (laughs) life at my house is not easy. Being out of our routine is especially not easy. But this isn't our first season of Challenging Days. It happens every summer and every Christmas break. When we lived in Pennsylvania, it happened every snow day. There was one year that we didn't have a full week of school from January until Easter. Every week there was a day off or a delayed start or an early release. (laughs) So because of these experiences, I've come up with some ways that help me reset a bad day. I'm sharing them with you in hopes that they will help you reset a bad day or come up with your own ways to reset a bad day. Let's change our perspective and remember that a bad moment doesn't have to ruin it all when we take any of these steps. First, meditate on an encouraging verse. Last week on the blog, I shared a checklist for preparing for the effects of the coronavirus. The first thing on my list was to pick a verse to meditate on. This isn't a gimmick. (laughs) This is the power of scripture. Only scripture can truly restore the soul, give wisdom, bring peace, and so much more. The one I picked is Psalm 62, 8, and it says, Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. I wanted to remember that we can trust him in good times and bad, that he wants us to pour out our hearts before him, and that he is our refuge. When it seems like a storm is raging around us, he is our safe harbor. When you need to reset a bad day or even redeem a bad moment, choose a verse to meditate on. Second, you can listen to a favorite song. My go-to song is actually the doxology. It starts, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. It's a quick song and I usually hit play, close my eyes, focus on breathing in and out as I listen to the words. There's so many good songs you could pick from to help you reset a bad day. In the show notes, I'll link to a couple Spotify playlists of my other favorites. Option three, you could move your body, getting outside if possible. Can you take a walk around the block or do some stretches? Even if I don't feel like moving a lot, (laughs) like when it's super hot here in Houston, I at least try to get outside if possible. We have a swing that I'll sit in for a few minutes. I may water my garden or my outdoor plants. Even walking to the mailbox and back can help me break out of a funk. So if you need to reset a bad day in a very physical way, get up away from your desk, change the room that you're sitting in, move your body, and try to get outside if possible. Number four, clean an area of your home. Now, I'm not talking about cleaning the whole house, just one small area. You don't have to scrub the tub, but can you clear the clutter from the counter? Can you clean off your desk or reshelve the books that have stacked up around you? Maybe you could make your bed or start a load of laundry. Any of these things helps me feel productive, which can really help reset the negative feelings if I'm having a bad day. Fifth, text a friend. When I'm having a bad day, I sometimes think, man, I wish someone would reach out and ask how I am. Instead of focusing on what I wish others would do for me, I do it for them. 
It doesn't take long to type, hey, hi, praying for you today. Remembering that there's a big world outside my house and that other people need encouragement too is a good way to break me out of a bad mood. If I have time, I might call my mom or use Voxer to talk to a friend, but when the boys are home like they are right now, I can at least take a few seconds to text someone. Okay, now that we've talked about five ways to reset a bad day, let's talk about times it goes beyond just a bad day. Let's talk about times when you experience fear or stress that makes your body react. I'm talking about those freeze, fight, or flee moments. As caregivers, we're likely to experience these more often than most people. Of course, our first response is prayer and trust in God, but He has given us wisdom on how to help our bodies calm down after especially stressful circumstances. For example, my son James, who is 12 and has level 3 autism, really struggles when he's out of his routine. His anxiety is high, and for him, that means obsessive compulsive behavior and sometimes aggression and self-injury. There are times that his meltdowns can scare me, but I read a book that shared how to help your body know it's safe again when you experience times like this. Let me share that information with you. In their book, Burnout, sisters Emily and Amelia Nagoski talk about what they call the stress cycle and how to complete it. Your body responds to stress in three ways, but the stress cycle doesn't end with fight, flee, or freeze. Emily and Amelia write in their book, you have to do something that signals to your body that you are safe or else you'll stay in that state with neurochemicals and hormones degrading but never shifting into relaxation. They share suggestions for completing the cycle and here are the ones that I took note of as being especially helpful for me. The first one is exercise. The second is deep breathing. Third, positive social interaction, then laughter. (laughs) The next one is affection, which they consider to be a six-second kiss or a 20-second hug, then crying, and the last one that I really liked was creative expression. So let me read them again. Exercise, deep breathing, positive social interaction, laughter, affection, crying, or creative expression. You can choose any of these actions or use more than one to help you reset your body. You do whatever makes you feel safe. So here's how I might break down the stress cycle after James has a meltdown. First, I would breathe deeply, telling myself that everyone is okay. Next, I would probably hug James or sit next to him while we are touching. He's a sensory seeker, so touching is huge for him. It really brings him calm and comfort, and it can comfort me as well. Third, I would text my husband Lee to tell him what happened. That's the positive social interaction that they're talking about. So I could say, here's what happened, and here's how we got through it, and then just the validation from him hearing my experience and saying that we did a good job is huge in helping me calm down from a really stressful situation. Again, Emily and Amelia write in their book, stress is not bad for you. Being stuck is bad for you. Wellness happens when your body is a place of safety for you, even when your body is not necessarily in a safe place. You can be well even during times when you don't feel good. I hope this information helps you like it's helped me so many times. Let me end our time together in prayer like we do each week. 
God, we know that we will have tribulations in this life, but you promise us that you have overcome the world and bring us peace. Help us to focus on that peace when we're struggling. When we need help resetting a bad day, help us take those steps. When we need to complete the stress cycle so we can feel safe again, help us to do that. Thank you for being an ever-present help in times of trouble. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, I hope the info and suggestions I shared today are helpful. If you like today's episode, now is a great time to leave a review or give a five-star rating. There are literally thousands of caregivers like us who are home right now, and they may need to hear the helpful tips in this episode. When you leave a review and share an episode on social media, you are spreading the message of hope that they need. And remember that every week I'm sharing even more encouragement in my self-care for the Special Needs Mom Facebook group. You can find the link to join in the show notes for this episode at sandrapeoples.com slash the podcast. I'll meet you back here next Monday for a new episode. Until then, I'm praying for you and your family.